Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. They Never Stood a Chance by Underfunctioning Adult on AO3. Rating Mature. It's been a long time since he had been on a first date. Over 20 years, in fact. A long time since he even asked a woman out. But here he is on a Saturday night, putting overpriced aftershave on his freshly shaven cheeks and sliding on a pair of jeans that Scully loved on him. The last time was shortly after Diana left. Some blonde from the gym, who he never called again, and avoided like the plague whenever he saw her on the elliptical. That was the last time. There had been nobody else. Not since a smart-mouthed redhead knocked on his office door and promptly set up shop in his heart. His new therapist recommended he get out of the house and meet people. Get a few drinks with someone, maybe even dinner and a movie. Interact with another human. Baby steps. Isolation apparently wasn't good for depressed people. It's not the worst treatment plan he has been given. The pills and therapy had been working, just like she told him they would. His mind clearer and calmer than it had been in years. He'd start opening the windows and cleaning the dishes. He took on a new workout routine that made his body muscular and strong. He filed away his important documents and shredded the rest. Maybe he'd get a dog. He was getting better. And so he took the therapist's advice and interacted with someone. Jenny is incredibly attractive. Exactly the type of woman he used to go for. All long legs and chocolate brown hair. If he squints, she could almost pass as any one of the women from his youthful indiscretions. She unabashedly flirted with him for months as he ordered his coffee and eggs benedict, oftentimes spending the half hour it took for him to finish his food, hanging around his table to laugh at his shitty jokes, and casually dropping hints that she was single. Have you lived in this area for long, Fox? Jenny is nice, simple. She runs a cafe in the center of town, does spin class every Thursday night, loves dirty dancing, and has never been hunted for uncovering conspiracies within their own government. Ginny is uncomplicated. Uh, yeah, a few years now. I traveled around the country for a while, after I retired from the bureau. He takes a sip of his water. Eventually decide to settle down, in little old Far's corner. It's not entirely a lie. What about you? Have you lived here for long? Mulder asks. Born and bred, been a Far's corner girl my whole life. See? Uncomplicated. It's so nice that we're doing this, Fox. Ginny purrs, eyes trailing over him. I was starting to think you weren't interested. She'd probably fuck him if he invited her home tonight. Maybe that's exactly what he needs. To kiss her in the kitchen, where Scully poured oat milk in her coffee each morning. Put his fingers in her on the couch, where Scully cried during the scene in Marley and Me. Fuck her deep into the side of the mattress, where Scully slept for so many years. Scully, Scully, Scully. Mulder already knows he won't let it get that far. Of course he won't. Jenny never stood a chance. He's cutting into his $50 steak and listening to Jenny talk about her seasonal staff when he senses it, a palpable shift in the atmosphere that makes his heart race and his hair stand on end. It's always been like that for them. An indescribable connection that even her strict science and rationale can't deny. His eyes urgently scan the crowded restaurant, searching, hunting before landing on. Everything. His everything. Scully. He sucks in a breath and begs his heart to continue beating. 
She's standing by the entrance, wrapped up like a pretty little gift in a black dress she bought for the hospital gala all those years ago. The one that feels so soft crushed under his palms and drapes over the soft flare of her hips like a second skin. Soft curls brush across her shoulders as she removes her coat, handing it to the hostess before her tongue darts out, nervously licking her lips. He fights the urge to go to her, his body begging him to move, but his brain telling him to stay the fuck in his seat. He wants to taste her, to wrap her in his arms and never let go, to tell her she is his one in five billion, that he loves her, that he craves her, that he needs her. What the hell is she doing here? It's been five months and 14 days since he last saw her. Five months and 14 days since she came home looking for the important paperwork she needed. Five months and 14 days since she fucked him stupid on their couch in the middle of a workday, skirt hiked around her waist and his hot breath panting words of worship in her ear. Five months and 14 days since she told him it couldn't happen again, not until they were both better. But here she is, the love of his life, all five foot two of her, as breathtaking as ever. He can't help but watch her, tucking her hair shyly behind her ear, smiling politely at something the hostess says, and checking her watch, and stepping aside as a man rushes in, and leaning into a kiss of the same man against her cheek, and, 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 who the fuck is that? If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.